Hello and welcome to the continuation of our conversation about Monster Blood. If you didn't uh, listen to the previous episode about Monster Blood, you probably want to go back and listen to that um, because we are going to talk about in this episode, we are breaking the format a little bit because there's so much Monster Blood to be had. Much like the Monster Blood, the content for these episodes has grown exponentially out of control and it's oozing across different podcast episodes. You like that visual, huh? With me is Mario, who is not responding. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I thought there was you were gonna there was more to that. It was like, okay. Yes, it's me, Mario, the cool ghoul, who's everybody's pal. <laughs> And then there's more of me. I'm expanding. <laughs> oh no! He's oh growing no! Out of control. He is a growing boy. I've grown to twice my size. He's giant, but still adorable. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a growing girl, it's Rachel. It's me, uh, Rachel. <laughs> I was. You said my name. I was going to say Evan. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Evan Stupid. <laughs> As you can tell, the previous episode, the book of Monster Blood, has broken our brains so much that it's seeping into this podcast episode. Mm -hmm. But I am Bob. I am also a giant, huge man, and I'm getting even bigger. I sound like that guy from, uh, what is it called? Dark Souls? <laughs> Hello! Oh, hello! Oh, hello. Hawkeye, uh, um, uh... <laughs> Wait for it. Wait this for is gonna it. bother me. I think I know it, but I don't want to sound wrong and be uh, wrong on the internet, do you know what I mean? Um, it is. Hawkeye Go. Hawkeye Goff. Goff. Hawkeye Goff. Hawkeye Goff. Hello! It's... Oh, I'm coming... Oh, I just went back down to normal size. Damn, that must be mean that a, a witch somewhere has disintegrated into some <laughs> somewhere. kind of goop. Anyways. Somewhere a witch has died. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Very good. Very good. Oh, mm. man. We're going to stop. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> so, we are all gathered here to talk about the TV versions, multiple, of Monster Blood. We are going to be talking about Monster Blood and more Monster Blood. So let's go ahead and get, get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's do uh, the first episode, Monster Blood, which is largely an adaptation, a extremely compressed kind of worse retelling of the original Monster Blood book. You know what's weird, though? What's weird, though? You say worse. You say worse. Yes. Because I thought when I watched it the first time, surely this is going to be the worse version of Monster Blood. And now I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure. Because the, the, because the pacing is so weird that, like, stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Where when you read the book, you're bored. But in this episode, even though it feels really weird, it's like something is still happening. See, I say worse because watching this episode after, you know, uh, reading the book, m it made me feel like I was having a panic attack. Yeah. Because <laughs> everything was just happening and happening and happening and I couldn't stop it. <laughs> yeah. It went from one extreme to the other, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I get that. It was just a lot. So uh, we start off the episode with, uh, very similarly, uh, with a, a couple major differences. Um, so uh, very similar to the to the book. So in the show, basically, 
Evan shows up with not only his mom, but his dad. His dad is an actual character. This makes sense. This is a smart choice. Yeah, because they're they're going on a trip. They're they're flying out and they're looking for a house. So they both come over to say hi to Aunt Catherine, who is having a fucking Beat Saber party without the VR headset <laughs> in her living room. Can I make one quick point? Yes. This episode actually begins by Evan saying, it all started about a week ago. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Evan is narrating this story, which sounds like it doesn't matter, but it does matter quite a lot, actually. <laughs> yes, it, it does matter. And there's also um, an interesting tidbit. The original version of the Monster Blood TV show began with, it began in media res. <laughs> it began with uh, the kids combating the Monster Blood and then going like uh, Evan going into his head and being like, well, here's how I got here. Interesting. I bet you're wondering how I got into this situation. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it works for another reason. It works for a different reason, which will become clear at the end of this episode. So I guess it, I mean, it's not a loss. It's a net gain, really. They've utilized it smartly, I suppose. <laughs> Truly. So uh, another major difference is that, well, I don't know if it's major. It definitely makes... Catherine's not deaf. I'd call that quite major. Yes, <laughs> Catherine's not deaf. Um, no curse there. So there is that, which is, uh, <laughs> it feels like they went the exact opposite way with her deafness where in, uh, <laughs> instead now she's like listening to music at full blast to the point where people in the neighborhood are complaining about it, but not like complaining directly to her. Like she's just known to the, to the neighborhood as mm -hmm. the weirdo who dances and conducts extremely loud orchestral music she is living her best life <laughs> absolutely i would distress that yeah i mean th I, I imagine that's how people see me but with a vr headset on when i'm playing beat saber yeah I, I mean she's going hog wild uh <laughs> in later scenes initially she's just listening to music very loudly uh so she's not deaf she just has loud music so she kind of can't hear things but that's not really important. <laughs> I thought that might be how they did it, like how they right. brought the deafness thing into it, but no, it doesn't really matter. She just likes listening to music really loud. Yeah. Also, she and Evan have met before. Yes. Like, uh, evidently multiple times. Evan specifically hates her um, sugar cookies. Tastes like kitty litter. They taste like kitty litter. That's what he says. And another mark against cats. <laughs> how would you know that? Uh, I guess at some point, Evan ate kitty litter. <laughs> Because he just got curious. Maybe he meant like it tastes like the smell of kitty litter. Mm. Mm. Or he just ate kitty litter. Uh, let's go with he ate kitty litter. <laughs> yeah. I think it's canonical that Evan ate kitty Evan stupid. <laughs> He's a He's big stupid. dummy. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. You're uh. stupid. <laughs> so another major difference is that Trigger is no longer a adorable cocker spaniel. Nope, it's fucking Petey. It's <laughs> fucking Petey. <laughs> The same dog. It's a collie. That, so the Goosebumps Wiki says that I think that Petey is a collie retriever mix. Yes. And it says Trigger is a collie mix. Doesn't say with what. Yeah. But this dog, this dog looks a lot like Petey. Yeah, <laughs> like, dead ringer. And it makes sense. You know, you got a good uh, dog, which I'll spoil it a little bit, but uh, Petey actually acts in this uh, show which, a little bit yeah yeah there's a little bit of acting and it's it's actually kind of cool <laughs> like, i was like oh well, i did not expect pd to be a, a great uh a thespian so there is that uh, Catherine's allergic to dogs that's why trigger has to stay outside yes that's like a built-in thing trigger has to be outside because Catherine is allergic to dogs uh, okay evan <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> M has the fucking weirdest hang up about Aunt Catherine. He talks about the fact that she is always sneaking around. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's creeping what? around. He's a fucking creep. She's a creeper. I don't know. But then, so Captain emerges and she's giving like the most old lady performance. Yes. Like ever that I've ever seen. Before you do anything, tie that beast up in the backyard. And then... You may come in and have a nice sugar cookie. It is. She's ex- so weird. Extremely <laughs> ham. Do you like ham? <laughs> do you? She, she doesn't have beef, but I wish she would have. She would have been like, do you like beef? Yeah, her, her overall character in the show is less beefy. <laughs> All around. Which is a travesty, if you ask me. <laughs> She's like... She's more sinister. She's got like more um, wicked stepmother vibes. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm like? And I, I say that even though she's not bad at all. This show does not even include a moment where she seems, where she's actually evil at any point, right? Yeah. Her reactions seem wholly like understandable and just like, no, I told you to stay out of the room. Yeah. Why did you? Yeah. <laughs> she's totally normal. Yeah. Except that she's played like the way that um, people portray English teachers on television. Yes. Yeah. Or like like <laughs> drama teachers or something, just really eccentric. Yeah. Yeah, just like painfully eccentric, like to their own detriment. Yeah. So she but so she does say, well, we have to, we must tie that beast up in the backyard. We must tie the beast up. <laughs> Which is a little bit goofy, but then she's like, and then we'll have sugar cookies. <laughs> 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 um, it's Halloween every day in this house. It's Halloween every day in this house. Evan is once again in a, in a cot in a study. Yep. So that's still true. Incredible. However, instead of all the books being in his room, but when he goes upstairs, Captain's like, "You must never go into the room across the hall." And what's the first thing he fucking does? What's the immediate <laughs> yeah, first, first fucking, thing. fucking thing before he even goes into the, his room and unpacks? <laughs> he was told to stay out of that room, and he just immediately beelines for that room across the hall instantly. And it goes in, and it's like it's definitely like a, a witch room. I mean, like there's no way around. There's like a spell circle on the ground. I feel like it should have had a pentagram on the ground. That's the kind of room it feels like, like melted candles and shit. Yes, yes. It's like clearly a. It's not a pentagram, but boy, it sure looks like it should be, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they, so he goes in, and I think he's in there for like all of four seconds. Um, when suddenly Catherine appears and is like, what the fuck? (laughs) I literally told you to not come in here. It's the one rule I have. (laughs) I just told you. I literally just told you like a less, like a a few seconds ago. But in, in, uh, Evan's defense, like Catherine, can't you, can't you just like, can you just like put a lock on the door? Lock on it? Can you just like (laughs) lock it or something? (laughs) Like if it's that big of a deal, which turns out, Hey, it is. A big fucking deal. <laughs> you think she'd have one lock on the door considering her front door has like eight. Does it? Yeah, it does. That's an interesting point. She has so many locks on her front door, but none on this door. Also, Evan leaves and she goes over to like a cabinet and the cabinet starts like shaking or whatever. And yeah. She's like, oh, don't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Put a lock on that. <laughs> Let's just lock everything, Catherine. What are you doing? And yeah, um, later on in the episode, there's a there's a, a a part that's played as a joke, 
where Catherine turns to her front door and just like unlocks like four of the eight locks that are on her door. <laughs> and it's just like, it takes a while for her to unlock it. And it's just like, what, I, what, mm, help. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just like to note something quickly. Evan goes to sleep in his room across the hall, right? Yes. And Catherine is like checking on the room across the hall. Mm-hmm. And she looks back at Evan, who is awake, by the way, uh, but like <laughs> pretending to be asleep. But she's like loudly walking around the hall with Evan's door wide open and the lights on. <laughs> just like banging around. <laughs> like, like, yeah, of course he's going to see you acting fucking weird. <laughs> like, what you, just close the door. Jesus Christ. Evan, she's always sneaking around. In fucking broad daylight, she's sneaking around. <laughs> <laughs> this, this lady just creeps. That's just what she does. <laughs> all she knows creep. is creeping. But I also want to point out um, there's an amazing audio only jump scare like a sting that they play for this that this the, that's in the sound effects when Catherine opens the drapes while evan is like pretending to be asleep she opens the drapes in like a big like action and then the audio goes what and nothing happens <laughs> nothing <laughs> there's nothing and it happens multiple times throughout these episodes it is mind-boggling well there's not a lot to work with let's be honest <laughs> like, <laughs> it's true. Let's, can we let's be real they don't have a lot to pull from true so like okay so evan goes to sleep and then we just cut to trigger being off the leash like where this trigger is running yep is going in the streets at which point we meet andy who i i just have to talk about yes. what andy is wearing in this scene <laughs> please do andy okay so this episode is one of the more clear indications that goosebumps was filled in canada because a lot of people say uh who's this who's like that's a weird who's <laughs> yeah there, i forgot to mention it but the previous episode um stay out of the basement there was a part where the um lead actress the the little girl says sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah she looks like Morgan in, from Mork and Mindy. <laughs> yeah. Is what she looks like. She's wearing denim overall shorts. So figure that one out. And like a tie-dye long sleeve shirt. <laughs> it's fucking wild. <laughs> like, Combine that with the helmet and yeah, you gotta look. Which um we definitely need to talk about Evan and Andy having the most awkward handshake I have ever seen on television. Which like you meet someone and it's just like, hey, how you doing? And they like kind of wave a little bit but then they realize like oh we should wait we're not supposed to wave we're supposed to shake hands and so they immediately go in for a handshake and it's just fucking weird it's so strange the thing is there's no chemistry in this friendship whatsoever like none at all that it's just gone it's so weird too because andy shows up right and she's just like oh uh what's up what's going on what do you live here and he's like uh i'm staying with my aunt and she's like, oh, cool. And she just starts going through this fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, oh, what's this over here? Oh, a little garage over here. Talking about your garage. Uh, oh, bathtub in this garage. Interesting. Okay. Next. <laughs> Evan's like, uh, Evan is throwing some serious shades about Catherine. Just like he's talking about how she's, she's got all these secrets. <laughs> She's always sneaking around, uh, and he's got this forbidden room. And Andy is immediately like, and, uh, wait, another place in this house I can start just wandering through? <laughs> I live here now. I live here now. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. <laughs> so they go in there, and, uh, 
And uh, and what are some of the things in the room that they, they find? Because I wrote them down. <laughs> I did not write them down, but let me see if I can remember. Um, well, they definitely eventually find monster blood, um, which we will. We need to talk about that specific. <laughs> we have to talk about monster blood. We absolutely have to. We, uh, we are contractually obligated to talk about monster blood. Um, I can't really remember anything else other than like some some books. Yes, uh, those books specifically were the Spell of the Month Club, <laughs> oh, Curses no. for All Occasions, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Revenge Made Easy. Yeah, Revenge Made Easy. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, what's going on in that room? Yeah, what do you what do we think's going on? <laughs> revenge and uh, a book club, a revenge book club. Rachel, you wanna you wanna cast some spells in that room? No. <laughs> What's your what's your opinion on spells and their casting thereof? You know, it, it's it's sort of typical that the spells are like all negative because mm. I think the vast majority of people who do like you know spell work, it's mostly just for like personal <laughs> like wealth <laughs> or mm. you know something along those lines, like something you desire, you want, not to like curse your fucking neighbor or or whatever. I, I would say I agree. I think that the fact that. Uh, two out of three of them are just like shitty mean people spells. That's an indication of some problems right away. Yeah, I think. but they go. They then open the cabinet, right, which contains a pretty much like nothing, <laughs> like just a bunch of empty shit, and then a mostly empty jar of monster blood. A comically like undersized like amount of monster blood, just like for the size of the jar. Yeah, like literally like half a can of gack. Like that's that's what's in that jar. It's very sad. Um, it looks <laughs> anemic, um, <laughs> pitiful. But they open it, and this is fucking so God Jesus. This is where the episode was. I was like, what? <laughs> they open yeah. it, and a cat appears. Just Sarah Beth just teleports, like, and suddenly just appears out of nowhere on the ground, and the kids don't notice it at all. At all. <laughs> She just like teleports out of the jar. So key here, key. They do not go to a store to buy monster blood. Yes. They the monster blood itself is definitely magic because it contains a cat. <laughs> Absolutely. Serapeth is not Catherine's cat. Yes. It, it's a magic cat <laughs> that lives in this house that no one knows about. In this case, like the monster blood feels more like the show makes it seem like it's an an ingredient. That you would use, like no, this is the yes. blood of a monster. You can like use this to cast a spell. Yes, but I guess in the book, it's just like this, this thing that's sitting on a shelf that doesn't. I don't. I can't remember now. It doesn't do anything until, like, the, the cat makes the aunt cast a spell on it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The the monster blood is, has no properties whatsoever. What an incredible sentence. <laughs> The cat makes the ant cast a spell. <laughs> there is an important note to to point out here, which is that originally the kids in the book, they have the context that the monster blood is a toy. Yes. Because they went to a toy place and there was the monster blood and it was sold to them as a toy and then they start playing with it. Here there is no such context. Here it's just Andy saying it's warm and then Evan immediately reaches inside the jar, grabs a handful of the monster blood and then they just start fucking playing with it. If I remember correctly, as soon as as soon as Evan reaches into the jar, he like grabs it, balls it up a little and full body just hucks it at the ground <laughs> and it fucking ricochets throughout the entire room. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, if if the if the fucking cat teleportation was not indi <laughs> indicative enough, uh, it is a magic substance clearly because it's 
like has fucking flubber powers. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I really just really quickly want to point out that um, I immediately, as soon as this was shown on the show, the the fake gack that they're using, yeah, I have a deep familiarity with because I there is a way that you can make gack. Like you can do, you can make homemade gack with Elmer's glue, liquid starch, and food coloring. Yeah. Yep. I used to, uh, we used to do that. And uh, yeah, the food coloring would stain fucking everything, but it's the exact shit that they did in this episode. You just have to adjust the, the, um, I think they made theirs like way more liquidy. So uh, a couple times they do. Yeah. 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 I also want to, uh, I was going to say, so yes, I agree with Rachel. I think the monster blood wakes, makes way more sense than this show, to be quite honest with you. Like, I think that it as a witch's ingredient or whatever was kind of what I thought it was the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was a magic item or whatever, but, and it's way more interesting for being that than being just a thing they found in the store. That is so so contrived. Yeah. It definitely gets the witch stuff out of the way. Yeah. I mean, it's like up front, this is magic. Yeah. They play with it in the book like a little too much. Yeah, I agree. And stretch it out. But in the show, it's like, yeah, no, you know, you get it. <laughs> they split it up. And this is where I would note they actually have more than one monster blood because the monster they put pull out is like a really uh thick one that yeah. like is in one piece and then they have a second scene where they like pour it out of the jar and it's clearly very runny so yeah absolutely like that's why i was uh, uh, kind of referring to when it's like the really runny kind that's like you adjust yeah. the the components of it to have more like water in it yeah and Catherine comes home and they uh and fucking evan's like their their plan is to split the blood out of the container yep put the container back mm. <laughs> then bring the monster blood back when they are done playing with it as if that's what children ever do with anything like you just you just fucking toss the goddamn thing like yeah. <laughs> um immediately and then Aunt Catherine starts driving home and that's when they're like oh hurry 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 yeah her car sounds like a fucking wild west gunfight like we're stealing it we're just playing with it and then putting it back i guess that's her that's aunt Catherine's car <laughs> like what <laughs> what is happening with your car ma'am they mention like andy mentions that she's driving that weird car and like i just thought oh whatever and then she fucking rolls in with the fucking monster mobile <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but then he tells andy to go out to, to just to stall her as he returns the jar or whatever yeah and she goes in an amazing transcendent conversation she goes outside <laughs> and says hey i'm andy evan's friend and Aunt Catherine looks at her and goes, oh, of the Chicago Evans friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on in the episode, she actually does again refer to her as Miss Evans friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, if she was just playing a joke, it wouldn't have been as funny. But that she legitimately thinks that her name is Evan. The last name is Evans. I love it. Good. Also, I love that the kids in this episode are familiar with the concept of stalling people. <laughs> Finally, we have some kids who know what they're doing. <laughs> also, also, they lie. They do. They do lie. Yeah. Uh, the, the first thing Captain asks is like, did you go in that room? Evan, nope. Didn't touch it. No way. Who, <laughs> <laughs> me? Ah, never would have done that. <laughs> who are you talking to? Come on. This guy? <laughs> There's no way this guy would do that. And fucking Andy Evans' friend? <laughs> nah, of the Chicago Evans' friends? Nah. Nah. 
So they go outside to play with the monster blood in full view of Aunt Catherine again. I don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> nah, she's too, like, distracted by her extremely loud soundtrack that she's playing along to. So a thing happens that bothered me, and it's that a fly, like, lands in the blood. Yeah. And that's never brought up again. No. It, it's definitely eating it. Like, yeah, no, it ate it. It's like, it's. I guess they were using that as a way of being like, oh yeah, the monster blood is alive and it's hungry and it's eating stuff. I don't, well, the fly flies away. I thought the fly was eating the monster blood and going to grow big or whatever, but that does not happen. Yeah. I don't know. Which is interesting because of the sequel where uh, yes. that almost directly happens. <laughs> yeah. And then pays off in a fantastic Amazing fashion. ending. Incredible. <laughs> so Trigger eats the blood and like very actor dog freaks out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. Definitely they said like play dead or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, Trigger kind of lays on the ground and scoots. Like he grabs the 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 ground with the the, the grass yeah. with his paws and just kind of pushes himself forward like he's scratch trying to scratch a really deep itch in his ear like using the ground and it was just like oh okay I mean it kind of conveys what's going on but the 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 problem is that Trigger looks like he's having the fucking time of his life. <laughs> like, that dog is all smiles all the time, and it's great. Yes, it's very funny. Trigger, PD Trigger, is a good, sweet boy, and he's just trying his best. Which, <laughs> it doesn't, it lends itself poorly to the finale of this episode. <laughs> yes, oh no. Uh, but then, wait a minute, wait a minute. Catherine brings out the sugar cookies, though. Can we talk about this? Oh we God. absolutely need to. What the fuck? <laughs> what are those? What are those? They are gray. They are gray to blue cookies. <laughs> they, they're like a sickly green kind of looking sugar cookie. And they look like the most dry fucking cookie I've ever seen. They look like mini deserts. Even the most eccentric person on this planet could not look at those cookies and think, yep, I did a good job. I did a good job on these cookies. <laughs> yeah, it gave me like vibes from the second book where he's he he's wanting these kids to eat this shit. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I was like, oh, is she going to try to, what's she doing with these cookies? Because they look fucking gnarly, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, is there monster blood in these cookies? Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, that's an interesting point because it seems like there are certain books. Like, I don't remember this so much in Welcome to Dead House, but there's like a gross out factor that some of the books and the mo and the shows have where they deliberately try to like, ooh, isn't it gross that you're eating this green slop? Ooh, isn't it gross? Aren't these cookies fucking nasty looking? <laughs> yeah, shit like that. And there is uh, a, a part later on in this episode where I actually, um, uh, it kind of triggered my gag reflex. So we'll get to that. Uh, I'm excited to find out what that is. Um, <laughs> so the cut to the next day, Andy shows up. So Andy is the one that brings to Evan's attention in this version that the monster blood is growing. Okay. Whereas mm. previously Andy did not have any monster blood, so would not have known that. Right. But there's an amazing part where um, Andy says the words, that's exactly what I mean. And she's kind of freaking out. Um, and the uh, editor of the show didn't cut early enough, so it shows Andy's face after she says the line, and clearly thought, okay, in scene, <laughs> because she's like looking around, like, uh, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> is that a cut? Is that a cut? We cut. Is that a cut? And she's clearly like doing the, is that a cut? Is that a cut face? <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Exceptional. You'll love to see it. Uh, and then they cut to Catherine, who's living her absolute best life, just like <laughs> fucking jamming the fuck out. <laughs> At this point, it is absolutely 100% without a doubt that she is playing the soundtrack 
to the episode. Yes. Like there are points where it cuts to different scenes and the music is still going, but it's clearly meant to suit the scene. Not the fucking crazy, insane, like movements that Aunt Catherine is is making in her living room at all. <laughs> she is like going. She's all over the place, dude. She's like running around in circles. She's like conducting the fucking floorboards at one point. Like she is going nuts, and it's all to the fucking weird soundtrack of the episode. <laughs> It's bizarre. Uh, they like so during this, they're using her inability to hear them to go clean up the monster blood that's like pouring out of Evan's bedroom now. Yes. Um, and it's apparently very tense, although it's just so fucking goofy because of her dancing. Like it's. <laughs> it, mm. <laughs> this is the part that uh, got me a little queasy, is because when they're cleaning it up, they they so they. Originally, you know, it's all, it's coming out of it's coming under the door, and then so they open it and they realize there's a big mess of it on the ground. So they got to clean up the monster blood. So they go get a dustpan and like start scooping it up because Andy apparently has a problem with using her hands to put it in the uh, bucket that they found. Or no, I'm sorry, they it was a planter. They took a plant out of its of its planter, <laughs> just put the entire thing with the 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 clump of um of dirt on the ground and just started using the planter just yes. to like dump yeah. the fucking monster blood in. And there's a part where they like scoop it up and there's just a big stringy, like dried part of it. That's just like nastily clinging to the ground. And it's just, yeah, it just made me feel queasy. So what you're saying is the monster blood was effectively very yucky. <laughs> it was yucky. So Catherine starts sneezing cause she's allergic to, animals because she's seeing because the cat is there mm -hmm. and she's like oh i need to go get my my medicine my allergy medicine so she leaves the house and she's like i'll be back in five minutes which man the 90s again you know <laughs> like you could just walk down your block to the corner drugstore mm -hmm. they realize that pd or <laughs> pd that trigger is probably uh, a problem but then and this is so fucking crazy i love it they walk out they see triggers giant paw prints and i mean giant it felt like a fucking looney tunes episode but instead of tracking down their escaped giant dog evan's like no first we have to contain the monster blood yeah. and how did they contain the monster blood same way they did in the book they do the bathtub technique but instead of being pushed in by a cat Evan just stupidly sits on the side of the bathtub and then Andy's like I wouldn't sit there if I were you and he's like ah it's fine and immediately falls in yep. which I feel bad for that kid actor man that that shit looked nasty so the next like 10 minutes of this episode feel like they happen in like 30 seconds it's so weird so like he gets out of the bathtub and the bathtub like right like the the monster blood rises up like goops out of the bathtub in an extremely great special effect which i'm sure we're all going to enjoy every subsequent time it's used for the next 45 minutes <laughs> um <laughs> so it's like gooping out all over the place and like oh my god they run into the house Catherine's there right mm -hmm. she's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> then she goes oh my god it's monster blood you've unleashed her <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Um, yeah. And they turn, and the cat once again transforms into a lady I uh, uh, definitely would have had a crush on if I'd seen this episode <laughs> as a child. <laughs> so that's just happening. <laughs> like, this is occurring in this sequence. Which I absolutely have to point out. First off, the sound effects that they're using for Sarah Beth, the cat, are fucking hilarious. It is just a, a cavalcade of... <laughs> Did I not tell you to stay out of that room? You've unleashed her. Unleashed who? Sarah Beth. Who's Sarah Beth? That cat? That child is no cat. Yes, yes, The yes. cat sounds awful, like horrible. Also, at this specific part where they all turn around to look at Sarah Beth, Sarah Beth is on a railing that there is no possible way an actual cat could sit on. It, it, the, the cat is <laughs> composited onto the railing of this thing in such a fucking hilarious way. It just looks so bad, and the cat is not having a good time at all that cat is pissed off as fuck (laughs) so there's an amazing line that evan has where after this clearly a witch emerges he goes you mean she's the evil one (laughs) looking at Catherine. i see you've met my monster blood and now my monster blood shall meet you you mean she's the evil one clever boy (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck has Catherine done in this fucking show Seriously. to make you think that she's evil at any point? Yeah, <laughs> like nothing. Well, fucking kitty litter cookies for one. Oh, I yeah. No, no, that's <laughs> but it's like, why would you? Catherine would have to be so insulted, don't you think? Like, <laughs> Yeah. You mean she's the evil one? What? Catherine just turns to like, what? What did I do to you? Also, it uh, must be pointed out that this is after Sarah Beth anamorphs into yes. a witch. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, then we get the backstory, right? We get the backstory that 30 years ago, instead of 20, mm-hmm. Sarah Beth was a boarder at this house. And Catherine <laughs> says, I would have never let, have never taken her on if I'd known she was practicing dark magic. <laughs> Which, pretty smart, I yeah, guess. That's a good idea. Who, who would tell you, though? <laughs> Hey, FYI. Hey, listen, you got to tell me up front. Are you into dark, into dark shit? Oh, yeah. Why? You into it too? No room for you. Oh, fuck. So, all right. So, listen, we'll have lunch at, at 12, dinner at 630. Uh, if you practice in dark magic, you have to tell me. Uh, no guests after 11. <laughs> What's interesting here, too, is that it doesn't seem like Catherine is a witch. Like, it doesn't yeah. seem like she has any magical knowledge, but rather that just knowing that someone was doing dark magic, she would have probably objected to it. Like, like at no point did she cast a spell at all, or does she cast a spell? She's just like, if I'd known she was doing dark magic, I wouldn't have let her stay here. Right, yeah, because it, it seems to be that Monster Blood just existed. And that yeah. it was just there, yeah, and out for some reason. Like in the in the flashback, in the flashback, she's doing a ritual or whatever, and yeah. like just very stupidly steps into the monster blood, yeah, which instantly traps her as a cat for some reason. I guess I don't know why. <laughs> Unclear rules, but Catherine's like, you know, I put that monster blood in the jar and then steal it away. Doesn't imply that she did anything magic to the monster blood, <laughs> just nope. that she put it away, yeah. in a labeled jar. <laughs> 
Oh, I, I thought you were talking about Sarah Beth. My bad. Yeah, yeah, no. No, Sarah Beth is definitely doing magic. Yeah, She's doing magic. Catherine. Yes. Yeah, no, no. She all she the m- most magical thing she did was close a jar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also want to note that in the past thirty years ago, so Sarah Beth now is wearing a witch's robe, right? Yep. Uh, in the past, she was <laughs> when she went in the jar, she was wearing like leather pants and a denim jacket. Yeah, like a fucking. <laughs> Punk rocker. <laughs> All a spell that faded when she got out and turned into a fucking cat for why. She is doing so much hand acting. It, incredible. She's like doing so much claw movement, you know? Yeah. She's like licking her, her hand and like wiping her head like she's still part cat. It's wild. <laughs> it is truly a sight to behold. Like, and if you think about it, like she wasn't really trapped. She was only trapped as a, as a cat in the jar where she was like in up the fucking netherworld or some shit. I don't fucking know. How, how does any of this work? I'm so confused. She, she's only been a cat for 20 minutes. Like, yeah, exactly. You know? And now she can't get past that. She's like <laughs> meowing at one point. I don't know. She's very, she's, she's vamping it up all over the place. Extremely. And, uh, she, um, She's like, get them, my monster blood. (laughs) And then suddenly, suddenly the most incredible shit that has ever been in a Goosebumps episode happens when Trigger shows up and he's the size of the fucking house. (laughs) It's just incredible. Like the whole, the thing, the same idea plays out where like Sarah Beth gets like knocked back into the monster blood. Except this time she just like is so intimidated by this giant fucking dog. (laughs) <laughs> that she just backs up like an idiot. Into <laughs> <laughs> the giant room full of monster blood behind her. Again. I love house size trigger. <laughs> I love it. It's love incredible. It. Especially when uh, the trigger kind of busts open the, the front door yeah. and then sticks his snout through and starts barking. <laughs> oh my God. It's so <laughs> it's, you really need to see it if you uh, stop this podcast right now and go to the episode on Netflix and watch that shit. It is fucking funny (laughs) and then this all wraps up trigger's fine and uh the narrator evan says and now i'm going to atlanta cut to evan is on a plane (laughs) telling this story to a very nerdy kid next to him extremely nerdy individual (laughs) and then the kid next to him says can you imagine if a little piece had gotten stuck to your shoe (laughs) that would be a disaster to be continued (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the setup impeccable wonderful and yeah so that's where we leave the episode off and you know for any for everyone who's read the book and listened to our podcast that's not how the book ends no the book ends very differently (laughs) suddenly we're on an airplane now and guess what the next episode more monster blood continues this story which is as far as i can tell a first for the show the episode More Monster Blood is not based on any Goosebumps book. Correct. It is a wholly original creation for the show. Yes. It does contain characters from um, subsequent Monster Blood uh, stories, like um, a certain character whose name we have to talk about. We have to talk about. We do. Can I take a moment really quickly, since we'll never see the cast of Monster Blood again, to note that the woman who played Catherine is a voice in Watch Dogs Legion. What? <laughs> She's a voice in the video game Watch Dogs Legion. Holy shit. Who does she play? She just said, it just says voice, just so voice? I don't know. Oh, okay. 
Uh, she was also a doll in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Incredible. She is the grandma in Bernstein Bears. Oh, okay. Uh, she was in Kung Fu The Legend Continues. That's important. Very. <laughs> she was on Days of Our Lives. She's done it all. She's been in a ton of stuff. <laughs> now, Joy Tanner, the woman who played the witch, I looked her up. She is currently on Lock and Key on Netflix. Oh, Rachel, you were watching that, weren't you? Uh, I tried <laughs> for uh, five minutes, so I don't know. <laughs> well, she was Aaron Voss. Uh, she is on Degrassi, The Next Generation. Incredible, wonderful, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next podcast, y'all, <laughs> Degrassi. <laughs> she was on Mutant X. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, oh, that's right. And most importantly, she was the voice of Candy Kong on the Donkey Kong Country cartoon show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to put an example here of that. I, I need uh, to Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> will do, will do. Hey, Candy. Surprise! A birthday cake. How original, Bluster. Yes, I am a thoughtful son of a gun. Hi, Donkey Kong. Happy birthday, Candy! You can't be serious. I try to do nice things, but... I brought you these! Donkey Kong? Every single time you show up, things just fall apart! Both of you are just a couple of pains in the butt. Yay! Weirdly, like the entire cast of this episode went on to have actual film and television careers. Don't know why. Can't explain it. <laughs> Including <laughs> Petey? Petey, probably yes. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, like Evan was in the Scariest Race Tell in Dark movie. He was in Assassin's Creed Unity. He was uh, in Freddy vs. Jason, Halloween Resurrection. He's in a lot of stuff. Damn. Andy was in, uh, is on Reservation Dogs. She was on uh, Resident Alien. She was on the CW's Coroner. <laughs> she, yeah, they, they're everyone in the show inexplicably has had long careers more power to them that's yeah uh, it's the monster blood at work yeah they're they're growing and growing imdb does not include the dog as a credit damn it so yeah would love to know but i can't know so oh well we'll just have to pay our respects to uh pd slash trigger yep a good boy and then pay our respects to this next great episode who wants to talk about more monster blood (laughs) hey rachel you wanted to talk about it didn't you how does it start oh yeah (laughs) they're on a plane they're on a plane they're on a plane on a plane and i he's not his parents aren't there no his mom's not there his daddy's not there he's with he's 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 telling the story of this monster blood to this kid who's supposed to be like your quintessential nerdy kid yeah and beside him is uh a girl who I, I think she's older she comes off as older and she's messing with what did, wasn't she like messing with i think she was listening to something yeah she's listening to something yeah and then there's the bully i don't remember any of their names by the way i don't know if you guys <laughs> well we'll talk about it right now <laughs> the bully is named conan conan <laughs> conan why did i forget that not conan 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 uh, it's it's Conan, Curtis, and Julia. Yes, uh, uh, and I I agree. Julia looks way older than anyone else in the show. Like yeah, yeah. and it's she very strange. she acts like it too. Uh, and uh, he, yeah, he's telling the uh, Curtis yes. yep. the story, and uh, the bully is sitting just across the aisle, who thinks that this story sounds like bullshit. <laughs> he's calling yep. this kid out. Evan, you're full of shit. Uh, I'll beat you up when we land, that kind of thing. <laughs> Specifically, he goes over. He, I will say that uh, Conan had the best of intentions when he came over to ask the kids about what they were talking about. He literally says, what's this monster blood y'all are talking about? 
And then Curtis immediately screams at him, just leave me alone. <laughs> like, dude, he's just asking you what you guys are talking about. He's trying to be included. Jesus fucking Christ. But then he turns out to be a shit. He does. He's, he's, um, he's your quintessential, like, bully in a TV show. You know who he is. You know what he's like. I mean, like, then they put, like, um, he's got, like, those leather wrist, wristlets, I think, they're, that has, like, spikes on them. Oh, Rachel, right? I'm so glad you brought up <laughs> And I think I'm so glad. Like, tw- like sleeveless. Like, I mean, they really made this kid out to be some sort of like 1980s, I guess early 90s, like bully. Uh, yeah. We have to stop for one second. <laughs> I just checked IMDb one, real quick. The actor who plays Evan. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's the lead actor. He's the kid on the Darkstalkers American TV show. Oh, my God. Darkstalkers. What is <laughs> He's the human wizard boy on the American adaptation of Capcom's Darkstalkers. <laughs> what? Harry Gr- Grimoire. Wow. Oh, man. Incredible. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I love how taken aback Mario is. Um, <laughs> he seems ruined. If, if you have not seen it, like if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a bit of a fucking wild ride. (laughs) Put in a clip from that in here somewhere. (laughs) Will do. (laughs) If you are to learn the ancient ways of sorcery, you must give yourself over completely. You must do everything I say. Whatever. Well, take that as a yes. Harry, you must see the magic. The ley lines. Watch. Cool. Uh, oh, oh. So uh, before we go back to the episode, I just want to mention that the beginning of this, of more monster blood is basically a insanely rushed recap of the previous episode. Oh, very short, like four seconds. I don't know how they could rush through the content of the book faster than the previous episode did, but they did it. It was impressive. Frankly, uh, we could all learn a little something from, from this episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, they get in this little petty dispute, I guess, about the existence or lack thereof of the monster blood, right? Mm-hmm. The Conan is incredulous. Julia is incredulous. Uh, Curtis is like, I didn't say I believed it was true. And Evan is like, well, you don't have to believe me. I don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, okay. Like, then Conan's like, ta- they, they, the, the three of them were in camp together. That's why they're friends. Yes. Which I believe is a reference to Monster Blood 2, but I could be mistaken. It might be Monster Blood 3. I briefly thought maybe it was another episode of Goosebumps they were crossing over with, but it's not. But, you know. <laughs> uh, I thought that would be pretty wild if, like, the cast of World of Fever Swamp showed up. Like, yeah. That would be good. But Conan does say my his, that his uh, bunkmate was a werewolf and then Hal's like a werewolf. You don't have to believe me, but it's true. I was there. Sure. And I was there when my cousin turned into a werewolf. <laughs> and the stewardess is like very annoyed. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you can tell she's tired of this. these fucking kids. Like, like immediately. <laughs> just before they even started talking. Instantly. These fucking kids. She's just like, get back in your fucking seats, please. <laughs> then the food arrives and we get a somewhat extended, uh, what's the deal with airline food <laughs> bit? Dude, I literally have the same joke. Like this entire, <laughs> like we'll get to it, but there, this entire episode is one gigantic Seinfeld joke. It feels like it to a degree, yeah. 
Curtis, we learn, can only drink parsnip juice. Oh, that's right. He has like a bunch of food allergies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, mints is one of the things he's allergic to. Mint. And dust. MSG cats, peanuts, um, mints. He can only eat, par- he only eat parsnip juice. Yeah, it was parsnip juice and something else, yeah. but I forget what it was. Uh, tofu. Tofu, yeah. Man, he was having that all the time at camp, which is, <laughs> sure. And then he, uh, he I, immediately apologizes for it. And he's like, it's it's not that bad. <laughs> you know, he's like, this is fine. But then we cut to them like just chilling out for a minute. And did you notice what book Curtis is reading? No, I didn't. 101 Things to Do with Your Modem. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can only think of two. <laughs> I wrote, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are the other 99 things? <laughs> <laughs> what could they possibly be? It's a. I, it's probably like a. Do you, do you guys remember that? Um, I remember my cousin having a book, and it was like hundred and one like uses for a dead cat or something. What? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I shouldn't have mentioned. What the fuck is? I'm. I'm look. <laughs> yeah, look it up, and that's. Oh, it auto completed. <laughs> oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember reading it, and I was like, Ugh. it's. It's not like graphic, but it's it's kind of like one hundred and one uses for a dead cat by Simon Bond, nineteen forty seven to two thousand eleven, was a best selling collection of macabre cartoons. Yeah, that's what that reminds me of. The book was promoted with the tagline, "Quote: Since time immemorial, mankind has been plagued by the question, what do you do with a dead cat?" <laughs> Why did my cousin have this book? <laughs> uh, here is the book. Here is the book in question. Uh, someone took a photo of it. Incredible. I need to see it. <laughs> Why didn't I notice that? God damn it! Oh my god, that would have tickled me fucking endlessly if it, I noticed it. It surely tickled me. <laughs> that's, Fuck, that's so good. So, meanwhile, Julius just drawn a giraffe. Yeah, and and uh, Evan's like, "Hey, nice giraffe." <laughs> She's like, "Well, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> Got a good draft. Got him. So, so there were no sparks flew between Evan and Andy in the previous episode, but boy, the gloves are off for Evan and Julia. <laughs> yep. like, they're like talking about how much they like drawing giraffes. Yeah, they're having a great old time. I made a note that these people are all supposed to be from Georgia. Impossible. They all live in Atlanta. <laughs> I was just made a note. Great Georgian accents here. <laughs> the least believable thing about Gak turning into a monster and eating everybody on a plane is these Georgian accents. They weren't even trying. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to um, the the hold the the hold of the plane yes. where Goop is going everywhere. Goop is going nuts. Spoilers. I get. I don't even know if it's been brought up yet or not, but there's monster blood still in the plane. Yep, <laughs> like, there's absolutely monster blood. It turns out it was in Evan's luggage mm-hmm. somehow, some way. I don't know why. <laughs> and Trigger is down in the hold. Which, by the way, I I do need to mention that this set is terrible. <laughs> oh, it's very <laughs> like, bad. I love a lot about this episode. Like it really does. Like. It lets certain things breathe. It lets tension build in certain scenes. Characters have arcs in ways that they haven't in previous episodes. It, it's really good, but then there are certain aspects that are just like, oh my fucking God. The 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 airplane itself is so bad. It looks like a Seinfeld set. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. And then the hold itself, they achieve the, the idea of a plane uh, being in mid-flight by just shaking the camera a little bit. 
and it's clearly just like a place where they stacked a bunch of shit which by the way great job uh, organizing all that fucking luggage y'all <laughs> you did a great job it's just all like thrown into a fucking pile and then the ooh, like Evan's luggage just pops open and monster blood fucking vomits out and triggers like ah oh, fuck fuck no ah so yeah so a flight attendant goes down there to check it out and there is literally a monster blood butthole on the ceiling that just yes. shits monster blood all over him yes <laughs> and that was the best part because they actually like they they did something amazing they had a match cut with the flight attendant as the flight attendant screams when the monster blood attacks yes and yes. then they match cut to curtis screaming as conan puts an ant in his lap yes it's they're actually having fun. They're doing shit that I haven't seen a Goosebumps episode do. I mean, I'd call I'd call 101 Things to Do With Your Modem as funny as Goosebumps has maybe ever been <laughs> in its entire runtime. Absolutely like, true. Possibly the fucking funniest joke they've ever done. But um, aside from house size dog, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, definitely they like that. They're having fun. The airline stewardess is yet again very annoyed by the stupid bullshit that these kids are doing. Um, as anyone would be, I would hate to be on this flight. <laughs> Important to note that there, uh, that immediately, um, a- after Conan puts an ant in Curtis's lap is there is a, a fun little shot of an ant running into the, the monster blood, the gack. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of squirming around in it a little bit and then running away. Yeah. Like it was almost eaten and then it runs off. I'm sure they'll, they'll not come up and it's probably as important yeah, i'm sure it's, it's a little, fun little, little anyway, thing yeah uh we enter into what i described as real airplane hours um <laughs> a large man prepares to take a shit i have written down <laughs> <laughs> which by the way that was one of the things where i'm like oh my god the set design in this is fucking abysmal did you see the fucking mirror <laughs> yeah it's just kind of lazily it's like a, uh, just a normal bathroom mirror in like a fucking um hotel like it would there's no way that thing would stay up on a fucking airplane like they didn't even fucking try it's just this like, scene this scene is all weird because he goes okay this man goes in the bathroom so we get the funny scene of two people trying to fit themselves down an airline an airplane hallway right and um he goes in the bathroom and <laughs> takes his jacket off he's wearing a suit yes and i thought okay this guy's getting ready to take a big shit <laughs> he's prepping he's prepping he's prepping and then he goes to the sink and smears soap all over his face <laughs> yeah he like, goes in to wash his face <laughs> like you don't wash your face with hand soap i mean yeah. no you're you're right but <laughs> and i love that I mean, like he like stings his eyes like gets into his eyes he's yeah, like he's Ow. like oh shit <laughs> ah, oh fuck oh he's like because he puts it right in his fucking eyes. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, oh, this was a bad idea, huh? <laughs> and then the most amazing thing happens. Oh, my God. He fucking, he, because he can't see, he's got soap in his eyes. He's like, oh, oh, I got to wash the soap out of my eyes with more water. With more he, soap. <laughs> he goes over, he leads over, he gets some, gets some stuff in his hands, and you don't know what it is, but then he raises his hands back up, and they're covered in monster blood, and he it's smears a fucking- it all over his face. It's an obscene amount of monster blood. <laughs> so yeah, there was there was another weird thing that happened in that scene in the bathroom where the the guy getting ready, like as he takes his jacket off, he kind of smacks the ceiling light, and when he does that, <laughs> they, they added in an audio jump scare, just like before, where he just accidentally smacks his hand. It goes read, and then the guy kind of looks at it and goes like, huh. Anyway, <laughs> it just keeps going. 
It's the weirdest shit. I don't understand it. Also, there is a weird as fuck guy who appears in transition scenes as the camera's like panning past people or just holding on like the extra passengers. He's an extra who, for some weird reason, has his cheeks puffed up. Yes, I had that written down too. Yes, 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 like yes. he's blowing on an invisible <laughs> saxophone. Like, what is, what is that? That's his go-to exasperated face. He's a pro actor. I have man puffs cheeks shakes head written down. <laughs> yeah, what, and it's not like he did it just once in one scene and it was weird. Every scene he's in, he's got puffed cheeks like he's blowing like something. I, what is happening with that? I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> It's so weird. So they're talking about the guy going missing in the bathroom, and Evan just, like, runs out. The, the guy's been in the bathroom for 10 minutes, okay? He hasn't even gone missing yet. He's just been in there for 10 minutes. Yeah. And Evan's like, monster blood! It's monster blood! <laughs> and everyone on the fucking flight looks at him like he's a psychopath, because <laughs> what else would you do? <laughs> like, like that, you're just, just like, Evan, that word doesn't mean anything to these people. <laughs> like, no one understands it besides you and your fucking friends. Chill. They they do open the bathroom. Yeah. Right? And there's no one in there. No one. But there are broken glasses <gasps> on the ground in a pile of goop. Oh so God. they've recreated the cover of Monster Blood better than the, the book Monster Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the cover makes sense. Someone in this story is wearing glasses. It's not important, but it's there. I mean, <laughs> nope. There you go. Take your reference. <laughs> so Evan's still like doing the nightmare at twenty thousand feet thing. Yep. And the but he's he's like he does put up the stewardess that the guy disappeared from the bathroom on a flight that's you know in in the air. <laughs> and she goes, uh, "I'll grant you that's peculiar." <laughs> <laughs> Look, that is weird. <laughs> What, so I've got, okay, uh, there's a dude, there's a dude who looks like he walked out of the movie Hackers. Yes. And he's like, something stole my laptop. (laughs) Where'd my laptop go? (laughs) Miss Stewardess, you gotta help me find my laptop. The body count in this episode is, is fucking sky high. Pun intended. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's true of all sequels, but they like have to raise the body count. But like this whole fucking flight goes missing basically basically yeah like the monster blood eats basically everyone on this plane over the course of the next two minutes <laughs> it's great in a, in a wonderful montage scene where everybody gets like looks souped, <laughs> looks down at their feet and it gets sucked down and they just fall <laughs> it's great it's great i love it so the kids are the only ones left to fight off the monster blood and one of them says we need to approach this rationally yeah <laughs> which i think is a hilarious thing to say about fucking monster blood (laughs) we need to approach this is situation of ooze growing when it has no reason to which by the way i don't think we emphasize that enough there is no reason for the monster blood to be growing there is no reason for the monster blood to be a thing at this moment no like there wasn't even a reason for the monster blood to be growing in in the previous tv episode because in the book, it was a curse. It was the curse that was put onto the monster blood that caused it to grow, and then uh, Trigger ate it, and that curse transferred to him, and he grew. So that makes sense. I get it. But in in the storyline, in the in the TV storyline, it's like, okay, no one's put a, a curse on this. We've already established at the end of the previous episode that whatever happened like sarah beth falls into the into the monster blood and then immediately everybody is cured the monster blood go just diminishes into nothing not growing anymore 
problem solved. But problem not solved. But because... problem not solved. So now it's just growing. And it's like, it, uh, it's funny because at a, at a certain point, one of the characters says, it grows for no reason. And I'm like, well, now it doesn't. It did in the book, but now. It's also wild because, so uh, there's some wild shit this part of the episode. Evan says, um, last time it stayed runny. This time it's more blobby. Yeah. Evan, I watched the last episode. <laughs> I know that it didn't stay runny. Like, like <laughs> it's, it's the exact same fucking effect. It's the same thing. Like, it's the same thing. Also, um, there was a part when in the montage, I, I think it was the beginning of the montage where people started getting sucked into the monster blood of the dude with the, the laptop guy. Yeah. Laptop man um, is like holding his empty laptop bag, clearly sad for his lost love and looks to the corner of the plane and sees like green goop coming through the cracks in the plane. And he touches that shit. He just touches it. He just <laughs> leaves forward. He's like, what's that? <laughs> And then he gets yanked, <laughs> and yeah, and then that starts the montage. So yeah, I would like to note Julia's amazing line. I think I prefer the smooth, the oh, chunky style. Yes, yes. which you don't even Julia, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what this is like. <laughs> Who the fuck on the writing staff wrote that and then was just like, put it in, put it in, <laughs> put it in there. I also do like, uh, someone says, maybe we can confuse it, and they are like, I don't think that's possible, and Evan says, I'm learning as I go. <laughs> hey, Which, I mean, yeah. Hey. So they they learn that uh, airline food poisons it, which waka waka everybody <laughs> completing the Seinfeld joke. Evan starts whispering a plan to them as if the monster blood can hear, them. <laughs> and would be like, oh what, huh? What are they doing? Oh, you th- you kids think you're so you're so smart. <laughs> and then we get the closest approximation to the MGS4 microwave hallway scene, <laughs> where they shove Curtis yes. in the a luggage rack. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they convinced him to do that. And then I love when Curtis get is like, I don't know, there's dust in there, guys. And then they're like, No, you fucking nerd, get up there. You're gonna be a hero. You're gonna save everybody. You're gonna get a girlfriend or something. And he and then they play like triumphant fucking music when he's like. Yep. Okay, I'll do it. Dun dun dun. Curtis, it looks like it's up to you. But she'll fit. There's dust up there. Allergies are the least of your worries right now. Come on, Curtis. You're our only hope. You can do it. Right. My mom's gonna kill me. And then he climbs into the fucking um the luggage. Oh my god. It's amazing. He climbs in there and then does nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He climbs in there, and then Conan gets eaten. <laughs> yeah, because of Curtis being a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, he tumbles out toward the end, like, when he gets to the end, which, by the way, the, the luggage compartments, they, they don't they don't work like that. Overhead compartments aren't connected like that, but whatever. Of course they're not. Like, <laughs> like he fucking tumbles out into the into the middle of the, the, the median of the, of the, the aisle, and... <laughs> Conan basically runs interference on the on the ooze on the monster blood, and he's like, "Look at me, you dumb idiot! Look at me!" And they start, he starts like smacking it with like shit, <laughs> causing the monster blood to go over to him and suck him up. And then Julia pretends to like bullfight it for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she goes like, "Hey, hey, hey!" They literally play bullfighting music as she does it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, stall it. Julia, no! Come and get me! Yeah, you! Big green arms! Come on! Now try it! 
<laughs> I don't understand. What I don't know. Happen? And then, so Evan somehow makes it over to the other side as well. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> he just runs. He just <laughs> but it ran. didn't involve the luggage rack, I can tell you that, that much. Is, nope. Uh, so that was not necessary. <laughs> but he gets the, like, they're looking for the big cart with all the food on it. And they're going to shove it in to the monster blood. Yeah. And Evan shouts, Bonsai, as he does. <laughs> <laughs> then the, um, the monster blood basically pukes up everybody essentially everyone gets puked out of the monster blood which dies because airline food is so bad it caused the so monster bad blood guys uh the captain is like completely did not know this is happening <laughs> by the way we did um forget to mention there is a uh she comes up now so it'd be good to to mention that oh she is was this the old lady the old woman who was oh, sitting yeah. across from conan a conan conan who uh <laughs> Which, by the way, at a certain point, Conan steals uh, uh, Evan's seat, Evan's yeah. seat, which is ex- extremely rude. But uh, she's snoring yeah. throughout the entire like episode, and for certain um, uh, shots when she's there, and it makes sense for her to for you to hear her snoring. Hey, if you've got misophonia, um, yeah, this episode is gonna fuck you up. Like her snoring is bad, and it's loud, and it's awful. <laughs> but she's just there snoring away, and then everybody gets spat out. Right, everybody is like, "Oh man!" And Conan gets like spat out, and some person's on his leg, and he like sarcastically looks at him and goes, "Could you get off my leg?" <laughs> Just like we all got spawned here, man. Like fucking chill. I love that the the guy with the laptop gets out with his laptop. Yeah, and says it automatically saved. All right, <laughs> <laughs> it automatically saved. Yeah. Oh Christ. <laughs> We cut to some B-roll, yep, some B-roll of landing. Included in that B-roll is the old woman reaching over and eating Conan's food. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. stealing a bunch of bites of that shit. Anyway. Uh, then there's like a biohazard team collecting the monster blood, <laughs> yeah. which is so fucking wild. Uh, Conan tells Curtis he wants him to meet his family. <laughs> 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 I want you to meet my family. <laughs> Did you hear when Curtis says, uh, he points to the the dude in the hazmat suit and goes, I need a suit like this. No germs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bubble boy over here. <laughs> Evan and Julia are hitting it off, right? You know, you know what's happening yeah. here, kids. Uh, Julia says this was the highlight of her summer. I doubt that so highly. <laughs> I, I super doubt that. Um, and then Evan's like, oh, I forgot... Um, was it his luggage? Or his, his jacket. His jacket. So he's like, I gotta get my jacket. So he goes back in the back where the fo- like where the food was, right? Yeah. And he opens a curtain for really no reason. <laughs> and inside of the curtain is a frankly fucking hideous giant ant. Like giant I mean, ant! really gross. Incredible. Like, it's so gross. <laughs> it's so good though. Oh man. And then uh and then I, I am so grateful that Mario, you suggested we break this Monster Blood episode into two parts because I was thinking, huh, what thumbnail should I use for the podcast episode? It's going to be Curtis screaming his head off at the sight of this ginormous fucking ant on the airplane. (laughs) Oh, I thought it should be 101 things to do with your modem. (laughs) Oh my God, that's good too. Fuck. Maybe it'll be both. Maybe I'll do a twofer. I'll... I'll... (laughs) But yeah, oh my god, uh, in my notes I just have an all caps giant ant, giant ant, giant ant. It's the best effect in two episodes. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, it's the best twist. Like that twist like uh, they set it up and they paid it the fuck off. Yep. Yeah, they did. They did. It's good shit. It's good shit. I mean, I have to say like I think Monster Blood Part 1 
in the TV show is still kind of a fucking mess. Yes. But mon- but more Monster Blood, because they wrote it just for TV, I think, yeah. it actually works really well. Yeah. That's exactly what I've been saying. I, I love I <laughs> I love I I was telling Bob too that like I actually like this one so much that I would watch it again. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I don't know why either. <laughs> it um it makes me excited for the other TV only episode. Yeah. Yes. Series, the yeah. Chillology. Yes. I, I'm I'm wondering if it's been held back so much by having to adapt these books. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. Like adapting these books is a pretty heavy task like uh, there are certain episodes which work better than others i think because they're given more time like some of these are are two-part specials or like uh, uh, monster blood and more monster blood was actually a a two-part special but they didn't really have as much time as some of the other episodes did because it's telling two different stories whereas like you know um welcome to dead house was a, uh, a full hour special and it had two parts where it was able to do its own thing across both parts. So yeah, I, I'm curious to, I'm really curious to go and watch uh, the, the chillology. Oh, giant ant. I love you so much. Oh, giant ant. So it's such a good, I think that's the best twist in any goosebumps media we've come across so far. We're going to get some amazing twists later, but giant ant is pretty fucking good. What did everybody think of, uh, Monster Blood and more Monster Blood as a twofer, two-part special. Better than the book. I'll say it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's a whole lot better than the book. <laughs> I would agree with. I would agree with more Monster Blood being better. Monster Blood. Yeah. The, yeah. I think they're equally abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, fair. They're. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's not a good story to begin with, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, totally. The moment that you bring a, a, a sudden witch out at the end of, the, of your episode or book, it's yeah. not going to be good. <laughs> well, you know what was good? Hanging out with my pals. Talking about some goosebumps. And I hope everybody listening had a great time as well. Does anyone have a joke we can end on? <laughs> <laughs> um, or should I just end it there? <laughs> uh, it's a monster blood drive. <laughs>